All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers Archery. We're back after, what, a three-week hiatus? Has uh, it been? Yeah, I guess. The last one was, what, you and your dad pre-gun hunting? Pre-gun hunting, yeah. We've had a 10-day gun deer season here in Wisconsin. Um, we've gone through muzzleloader, which none of us really uh, partook in. No, I went out I went out bow hunting during that Wednesday of, right? No. Yep. No, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend you went on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we got a lot to catch up on between, uh, you know, then and now. I think the last time that you and I had talked, um, you were putting in a, a hard week's work before gun season. Right, yep. I uh, took a off, tried to nail something down in the rut. And the last weekend prior to um, gun hunting there, and, uh, yeah, I spent some time at the farm. I spent some time in Sturgeon Bay. I spent some time up in Crivets and yeah, so there's probably a lot to talk about. Some were eventful. So, um, yeah, yeah, we had, uh, we had kind of that big temperature swing, uh, where, you know, we went from 60 degrees, we dropped down. Um, and then we had a, we had a cold snap <coughs> just before. For gun hunting, we had a, a pretty good cold snap there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, that one camera up at uh, Betty's was going off like crazy. We were getting some good bucks uh, up there, but nothing daylighted. At least oh, no. We... Your, not at least what me and your dad were hunting, so. No, no. It, that, uh... Was, uh, that was, that was kind of hard. <laughs> Yeah, well, and well, and there again, you know, we were, oh, we, oh, we talked numerous times about, you know, all, oh, you know, the, the rut's gonna break loose, the rut's gonna break loose, and then I believe, um, trying to think, it was a couple days before gun season, you're out at the farm, and yep. we had we had pictures up the wazoo of you know smaller bucks. Um, we had a couple of shooters show up, and it was they were there and they were gone. Yep. But, you know, you were starting to see some movement that, I mean, hot, hot movement. And then um, you had sat, you did a morning sit up. Well, you did an all day sit, actually. Correct. Are we talking about the Wednesday prior? Yeah. Yeah. It was the Wednesday yep. prior, to, prior to gun hunting. And you said, I'm going <laughs> to, you kind of threw the kitchen sink at it. You're like, I'm going <laughs> to, so I'm going to go. That was my last, that was my last effort. Everything, you know, the way I went into that one, I was looking at, because I think it was, I hunted that Sunday night, because that's when I swung by you and shoot, dried off all my clothes from that Sunday morning hunt when yep. I was up in Crivets and got absolutely covered in snow. Yes. So I came by you and hung out with you guys for a little while. Um, and yeah, that next Monday, that following day of Tuesday, the cameras kind of went off. Yep. And I was just watching the weather and how that, what they were doing. And then Wednesday was a carbon copy of Monday, I think it was. Yep. So I'm like, all right, my last chance, my last day off for, for the rut, for rut, rut, rutcation or whatever people want to call it. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm like, well, this has got to be it. And, uh. Break. No, I got you. You still got me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. So, uh, 
yeah, I took that full day off, which uh, the funny part was is Bonnie didn't even realize that I was taking uh, that full day to hunt. She thought I was going up in the afternoon to hunt. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, everything played out. I get up in the stand. Uh, I think it was about 5.30, 20, 20 after 5, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah, you were in there early. And five minutes after I sat down, I can hear deer in that corner. Are they in there when I was climbing up? Or did they? Did I just time it out right? Whatever. And then my phone went off. And I just pulled, it was still a pitch blackout. So I pulled my phone out just enough to see what it said. And it said inner plot. I'm like, all right, so the deer are there. And I can just constantly just hear more walking around, kind of some running around. And then all of a sudden I can hear a little bit of grunting. I'm like, okay, right. at least there's a buck in there. We'll see what happens when daybreak comes. And then as I'm still waiting for that, I'm starting to see silhouettes. I see a couple silhouettes out on the food plot. Um, still can't see anything in the corn. I can hear them. Uh, and then finally, like I said, the whole time this is going on, this buck is grunting like crazy. <laughs> Probably the most grunting at one time I've ever heard. Okay. Um, and then I can see silhouette and this buck then, uh, starts to actually push the doe out of the corn to the East. And I'm like, shit, he's going to follow her. But he didn't, he ended up going out, uh, to that finger of cattails. And then yep. I could see in the back with the cattails being, you know, tan compared to the uh, plowed field. I could just see his body working that cattail line. And Austin, he goes to the end. I'm like, all right, he's going to go there and I'm, he's going to disappear. Well, he turns right back around, comes halfway down that finger, and then he goes into the plowed field. I could not see him, but I could hear him. He was grunting, still grunting, grunting, grunting. Okay. And then he finally works his way to the corn, pops out on the food plot side of the corn, and when I could finally see his rack. I'm like, all right, that's a good buck. Thought about taking a shot there as he was stepping out. He stepped out and stopped for a moment. I get got that thought in my head to take that, to prepare myself to take that shot. There's another buck about 30 yards away from me or away from him that he went to and kind of just, you know, checked him out a little bit. Okay. Then back into the food plot. Starts kind of just grazing a little bit. He chilled down a little. And uh, then he's right at that transition line in the food plot between the clover and the, what, what the hell do we got down there? Nebraska's. Nebraska's and turnips. He's right at that. He's just beyond that edge. So and I know that edge is at 27 yards. So I'm like, okay, he's got to be right around 30. And I'm getting ready. He's walking. He's got, he's got a fairly you know a, a meaningful walk too too fast to shoot so i'm like all right he's gonna come over the, the licking branch and i'm gonna shoot him there well he doesn't quite get there and he's just now he's starting to just mill and eat a little bit so i draw back back he's walking in and then he finally stops and he's quartered away i get up take the shot and I, <laughs> what? What? Uh, you, got, you, you broke up there. What? Did, what were you? Uh, what'd you hear? What did you hear after you took the shot? 
I heard nothing but dirt. Oh. That's never a good sound. No. As soon as I shot, I heard the sound. I'm like, that was definitely not deer. That was nothing. It sounded like straight ground. Oh. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? I'm like, what did, I, what did I do? You know, I felt good. I had time. He wasn't, you know, I didn't feel rushed. And I'm like, okay, I shot him for about 32 yards, you know, because he's just beyond that transition line. Yep. And I'm like, so I'm starting to play everything out. The field doesn't completely blow out. He runs off. Um, I still got a couple deer around me. I grab another arrow, knock you know, he might swing around, but, uh, so I'm sitting there just playing this all back out in my head. I'm like, what, what did I miss here? And as time went on, I had a few field. One came right by me, a small, uh, it wasn't Bobble, it was the other small little fork buck. Yep. Um, he walks by and finally the field clears out. I texted you. I was just going to say, yeah, I can. I, can I texted kinda... you that I missed. And then as I got time to then, once the field cleared out, I had time to then like, all right, think about this. Let's see what happened here. Well, then I realized how early it was when I shot. I'm like, all right, it's pretty damn early. But either way, I felt comfortable. I'm like, okay. I remember where he was standing. So I ranged where he was standing. And I was like, ooh. He was standing at about 37, 38 yards, and I was shooting him at 32, 30 to 32. Okay. Right. And based on where I I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know where my arrow is going to be when I get down. Right. Um, and, yeah, I uh, then ranged 32 yards, 30, 32 yards. I was still up in the tree. I sat till nine o'clock or nine thirty, I think. And uh, I basically get down, go right over to that spot where I arranged, and picked up my own right where I thought it would be. <laughs> so, so I mean, well, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, you and I talked about. It. I'm glad it was a clean miss. It was just a, in my opinion, just a complete. And when I was drawing to take the shot and he was moving he i did not even think about the fact that he took some steps away from me isn't that amazing how that that just kind of leaves your mind well and that's the other part too because and you know thinking about even today or right now like when i was doing that when i was drawing when i was drawing i was not focused on the deer at that moment in time you know right i was you know getting you know pumped set and then getting back focused on the deer which maybe that was part of my downfall but either way clean miss well yeah and like you and i said i mean we we've talked this through a couple times and you know it's one of those things that you'd rather have a clean miss than a, a wounded miss and you know be uh putting that putting that buck in a tough situation so i mean yeah in in all events it all worked out but you still i mean yeah you hate to miss but obviously if you're gonna miss a clean miss is a lot better than a, a non-lethal miss you know Absolutely. But yeah. I mean, I mean, you had, you had a lot of deer around you that day. Yeah. So there's that buck that I shot at. Um, there was that other buck that he went towards, which I believe ended up being that five pointer that ended up walking by me later just after um, I shot. 
Um, I saw Bobo that morning again. I saw a couple other uh, small baskets. Nothing, yep. nothing else that I wanted to pursue or take a, an attempt at um, that morning anyway. I think on the day I ended up seeing, was it seven bucks? I think that's what it was, yeah. Um, yeah, I went out in the afternoon. I, you know, I took a break, and you ended up coming by. Yep. So I talked to you for a little bit, and then when I went back out, I think I saw three more bucks. And it was it was a lot of movement the last couple of days there right before gun season. And, and can I just say, I mean, what a stud! What kind of stud is Bobo? He's, uh, I mean, which speaking of which, we haven't I haven't seen him lately. No, I know. I, uh, I'm kind of starting to fear the worst. I mean, but let, let's from that time that you were there <laughs> to through gun season, that, that buck was just ripping and tearing. Yeah. He, uh, he made the six acres his home, I think. So he, he literally like strutted around that little fucking six acres. Like, Hey, come fucking get me. <laughs> <laughs> come at me, bro. Yeah, I mean, but, we uh, we had him. He was postured up against that one of the basket bucks that we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. He was all postured up, like I'm gonna kick your ass, and I'm just like, wow, Bob was Bob was problem. <laughs> yeah, well, those two were running together that day. Later that day, those two were. They, I saw them two different times in the afternoon. Yes, that little buck came out, and then Bobo came out. And then they, I don't, they they fed through, and then they came back out later that night together again with a bunch of does uh, no rutting there though they weren't really pushing them around or anything at that time but god and that just which is just crazy to me because i mean yeah it it's been kind of a a weird rut in in well now granted the properties that we hunt are are a decent enough ways away from each other but we had heavy heavy rut activity on some properties and other properties you know like we've been saying we're like yeah we're waiting like we're just waiting yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I think that was your last ditch effort there for bow hunting. And then you were like, all right, let's uh, transition to gun season. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was the last hurrah there for regular bow. Right. And then <laughs> um, I know dad and I are, are hoping to go through our gun season. I, your gun season, uh, you had some success. Yep. Um was able to shoot a big old nanny doe uh Saturday morning. It was uh was that the only deer I saw that day? No, it wasn't. You uh you saw oh, another yeah. one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. And you were uh, going to sh- you're going to shoot that one, but you decided that'd be a little bit too much work cuz you were tracking back what 5 miles or something like that. Uh, I think I had like 5 miles on the day, which some guys probably isn't a whole lot, but Right. Um, I ended up having, so I didn't sit in a stand. I hunt public land up by, uh, in Lang Lake County. And I was planning to put a blind down this year for the first time in probably, I think six years. Normally I just walk around after daylight, um, and kind of work around my dad, my uncle, where they're sitting to possibly push deer or move deer around in their direction. Um, but this year there was, a few more blinds in the area um, in spots that I wanted to sit. So I kind of aborted that mission. And, uh, yeah, I just did my normal walking around and 
I gotta say, I in that area that we were hunting, I don't think I've ever seen the amount of buck sign ever concentrated and not even concentrated and probably and all the miles I, I, there, there wasn't many areas that I wasn't finding rubs and big rubs and tons of scrapes um, well, I, sent you, I sent you a couple of pictures of rubs I was seeing it's like where is this buck this buck's got to be a dandy <laughs> right and I mean you've got kind of some that's like a cedar swamp layout kind of up there is it not uh, not up there. Cedars, the, um, Krivitz is a cedar swamp Okay, that I hunt. Um, and even up there, I, we, I got big, we get big bucks on camera up there and I still don't see those, like the rubs that I've seen where I was in Langley County. Like this was on like unreal, anything that I've ever personally seen. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, we didn't see any bucks uh, gun hunting. We did. My dad and I saw. I think it was a six or a small six. It was a nice buck for up there. I obviously shot it. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I sent you that video. My dad and I got done setting up his spot where he was sitting. We're just, you know, walking down this ridge into this like little funnel, and we're talking and you know walking like we are. You know, we weren't steel hunting or anything. And all of a sudden, I just happened to notice a deer over to my left about 80 yards away and i just grabbed my dad and like stop and here's this buck just going through this tall grass and he had doesn't even know we were there i'm like he's right. 80 yards away I'm like, how does this deer not know we were there we're talking we're going through the open hardwoods and dry leaves just you know making all sorts of racket and we just stand there and watch him for like five minutes right i took two different videos of this deer and he finally at the end beds down facing facing <laughs> us and i'm like what the hell i'm like yeah why wouldn't this be friday before <laughs> right but no so then we ended up just watching him and i just told my dad whispered my dad I'm like just walk straight away from him and we'll circle around because we were kind of going in that direction anyway i said we're gonna circle around just so we, you know maybe he'll stay around till tomorrow <laughs> but uh, yeah we so we walk away and the whole time i'm watching over my shoulder and he doesn't he, he's watching us and just does not care just so watches us go that's hard to believe i mean but then again you know and i've told you this before you know setting up stands on previous properties you're making that last stand move for the rut or whatever and you know i'm i'm up on you know climbing sticks and i'm hanging a stand and all of a sudden i can hear something walking you know and you look and shit i had two big eight pointers come walking through walking right down the middle of the swamp where i'm hanging this stand and i'm like of course you know and, yeah. and this is this is middle of the day, you know, 11 o'clock noon mm-hmm. and they're walking through the heart of the swamp and they're just hanging out, you know, yep. and you're, and here I am holding onto a, a hang on stand, hanging off of a tree and they just walk right underneath me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yep, this is uh this is hunting, you know, fuck. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, it, it was, um, I know our deer numbers from what I saw were way, way down. They were down like 14%. Yeah. It was. Which, you know, I think is actually a good thing. Um, but I can't, I can't figure out our DNR though. Um, that we're handing out, you know, five tags a person or four tags a person. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I don't get it. And obviously, I'm not an expert, and I don't know probably what they know. I might know more, but okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh wow. <laughs> well, you know, some, you no, know, know. It, it. Well, it goes back to that. <laughs> 
I got a sour taste in my mouth just from the the whole earn a buck that they ran for that couple of years there. Mm-hmm. And they just decimated everything. I mean that it was terrible. I mean certain areas it was just just rough. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but um, anyways, well <laughs> I, I mean yeah I don't I don't want to go down that road. My blood pressure can't handle it. <laughs> um. But no, yeah, I know you had some success gun hunting and that, which is good. I mean, obviously at the end of the day, we're, we're meat hunters and you know, we're going to fill the freezer. That's yeah. always our goal. Um, dad, dad had a good year. Um, I did not pull the trigger for a third year in a row. So, um, dad's like, uh, it's going to start to bug you. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I mean, I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I would be too. Um, yeah, gun, gun season, um, is just, it's, you know, seeing the guys, I mean, we hunt in a, in a, a hunting party of 10 guys and, you know, you're seeing the guys, you know, BS and stuff and catching up with those guys. That's more of the, of the hunting to me. Right. Um, I do think it's funny how it's changed from, from myself. Um, you know, I was talking with dad about that where like, if you would have talked to me about this five years ago, I was like opening day of gun season. It's like, you're going out to kill something. Right. And, you know, nobody's stopping you. And now it's like, oh, I got to get up out of bed at what time? God damn. <laughs> right. Um, well, not only that, but like, you know, like for me, uh, hunting the, that week prior, I was drained. Yeah. Well, how like, many times? That is one, yeah, that's one thing I, I did want to talk about was I know the, that last podcast I did with dad, we were kind of talking about your hunts and stuff. And I, I made the comment of, you know, I, I think I actually said I had to talk Jared off a cliff. I think that's what I, <laughs> I think that's the word I, words I used. And what I meant by that is I remember you I, talking to you and you're like, damn, he's like, you know, I, I get this whole mental grind that everybody talks about. Like it is a fucking grind right now. Like, cause you had a cut, you had a couple of all day sets where you didn't see a fucking deer. Uh... Or if you did, you saw one deer. Yeah, there's a lot of long sits, and then especially my sits up in Crivets were, I told you about that. We had uh, one of the other guys on the land hit a buck. Uh, let's see, I went up there on Friday of that weekend. Uh, he hit a deer early that last week. I think it may have been Monday. He hit a deer. They tracked it. They never found it. Uh, my father-in-law, through the week, said in my area, he's was hearing a lot of ravens and he said if you get a chance go check out you know pay attention where those ravens are and uh go check it out well like my first sit it is nothing but ravens like i'm talking like 50 of them yeah you sent me a you sent me a video of them screaming and i'm just you're like you're like i can't handle this it was my it got annoying i'm like even if I have deer on me, I'm like, I'm just, I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. It was, it was constant all day long from daybreak till dark. They were just constant and, you know, you could, they're fighting over or whatever. And well, anyway, I ended up going down there where they were and finding Bonnie's uncle's buck. And it was, you know, coyotes got at it. Those crows have been on it for how long? Um, so we ended up finding that. Um, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I just remember 
I remember talking with you and you're just like, this is a, this is a grind. Like I get it now. I get, you know, everybody's talking. Like you listen to even, um, you know, we, we listen to Levi Morgan and those guys and they're always like, yeah, sometimes it's the mental grind that actually gets you to freaking quit before, you know, actually seeing deer, you know? Right. And, I, and I think that's kind <coughs> of what, what you were going through is that, you know, you, Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no worries. Um, uh, that was done, I don't know who done it. That was me. I did it. That's the problem with this remote stuff. Yeah, I mean we're pretty low budget too. So I was just gonna say I think we need a I think we need a con dad into like putting up a studio or something. <laughs> which I which I think he would do. Anyways, not here nor there. Um, that's an, that's another time. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. No, but like I was saying, you know, that, that mental grind, I mean, it's, it's tough. And I know that there was a lot, there was a lot of times there where you're like, wow, like where are the deer? And like I was saying, I think we did three podcasts where we were like still waiting. We're still, still waiting for this to open up like sooner or later. And I think we yeah. had a, a flurry on cam on the cameras two days, yep. three days. And it was like, man, like that's it. And then last year was the complete opposite. Last year we had a rut that lasted what seemed like forever. Yeah, last year was last year was good. All the, my my, ex, my experiences last year, I'd seen seeing deer, seeing seeing bucks, uh, you know, throughout the whole day. And this year was, except my what that Wednesday was the hottest day that I, I had all year. Right. Um, well, and I think I think it would have been a year like <clears throat> last year had we not had that like four or five days of 60 degree weather. Yeah. You but know, last, last year too, though, my first day of rut, rutcation, <laughs> yeah. I was sitting in the stand at 70 degrees. Oh yeah. I remember basically, getting, basically sitting in my underwear. I remember getting that, that text message and you're like, I am sweating my ball sack off. This is retarded. Yeah, it was, uh, this is, yeah, that was not, that was not fun. No. And I, but the thing with that was that was that was er no we had a cold no you're right it's about the same time now that I think about it yeah it was because uh, I went up on and when did I go up first week in November no yeah, sec- no second, second weekend week, second weekend because I shot my buck first week yep it was second weekend and I go up Friday of that second weekend but it was so damn hot I think it was 75 76 degrees down here in the valley I'm like well shit I ain't going up right so I waited till Sunday because I think Monday was a cold snap so yeah I sat 70 degrees 70 some degrees on Sunday night or afternoon and I want to say by Tuesday that week we had snow and it was high in the teens (laughs) yeah well, and that's like, okay, look at now we're, we're going to get a, we're going to get a snowstorm here uh, tonight into tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get up to, I believe Wednesday 60. and Thursday. Yeah. Wednesday and Thursday, I think 53 and 55. And last then I saw was 59. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And then it's supposed to drop down. I think two days later, the high is like 20. Yep. And I'm just like sitting here scratching my head, going, "Okay, so if we're gonna hunt late season, what do you do?" I'm hoping it holds out till next that following weekend, because I'd like to hunt next weekend. But right, right. We'll see what happens. 
but I, <clears throat> but on that whole grind thing. Uh, so my father-in-law kills a nice buck. That Friday I got up the crivets. He killed that nice buck. Literally as I was getting in the stand. Yep. I heard his crossbow go off. And he's at least 400 yards away from me. And it's a very distinct sound. If anybody else has heard a crossbow go off in the woods, you can't mistake it. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> and I remember texting him, you know, because I told him, because I hunted Betty's that morning and then I ran up the crivets from that sit all the way up. Yep. And, uh, and I was just texting him back and forth, just telling him where I was at. Um, got in my stand. I said, texting him, like, all right, I'm locked and loaded. And I, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you son of a bitch yeah well and, I, and that that was like adding fuel to the fire for you <laughs> a little bit a little bit Be, I mean, because I was, I was so happy for him it was his birthday um which he loves hunting on his birthday um but yeah so he got that nice buck i wasn't seeing a whole lot and uh <clears throat> someone else someone else i know was killing some stuff too did big There's mike a, shoot one no no he didn't shoot one okay. um Oh, Uncle Steve got one. Yeah, Uncle Steve got that buck. Um, another guy up on, on Crivet, the oh, Crivet's your, property your, shot uh, another. Didn't buck. your brother? Didn't your brother-in-law shoot one? My brother-in-law shot one. Um, just it just seemed like everybody around you was killing. Everyone's getting. I'm like, God damn it! I'm like, just give me an opportunity. That's all I want. I'm like, just give pause. me a damn opportunity. Pause. Pause. What? I'm I'm gonna say this, and I mean this as a friend. And I, Dad, told always told me the same thing, is you know it's a, that's what we say. Give us an opportunity, and now we can sit here and I can say, Jared, you had an opportunity. What at your buck? No, you had an opportunity at the buck you missed. Oh no, I know, but that was leading up to that point. Right, I know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This You're was right. this was all prior to that. Jesus Christ, I'm lost in time here. You are lost in time. So, yes, up until that, because this was that. Yeah, weekend, you're right. This was the weekend leading into that last Wednesday prior to gun hunt. You're right. You're right. So, yeah. Here up I am to being that a smart point, ass. Here I up, am being yeah, a smart ass. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you just fucking give it to me, buddy. <laughs> and that's the other part we got. I got to pick with you with there, your last podcast. Let's pick it. Because <laughs> I listened to that after it was posted, I'm like, "Oh, listen to this guy." You don't listen to you don't listen to your own podcast, do you? Well, when I'm not involved, when it's just you and your dad talking, you sure bet your ass I listen to it. <laughs> yeah, you listen to it for dad's opinion and dad's advice, <laughs> pretty much. But no, so yeah, I was leading up to that weekend. I'm like, "God dang it!" Everyone else is. I'm like, and I. This has been my thing for years. It's like I just need that opportunity to get pulled back on a buck, you know, a buck that I want to shoot. And I've been very close to some really nice bucks, but they've always been behind brush. I wasn't ever able to get to that point of attempting to even take a shot. And that's all I've ever wanted for the longest time. And then finally, like that Wednesday, I got that opportunity. And even after I missed that buck, the moments after it and realizing what all happened and what I did, you know, the fact that I missed, I honestly wasn't even that mad. I, thinking about it, I remember sitting in the stand. I was even texting with Bonnie, like, you know, I'm like, honestly, I'm not surprisingly that mad. I'm, you know, obviously I'm upset that I, you know, I missed that deer, but I'm like, I finally got that opportunity and I just didn't capitalize. See, that's that. And I give you credit for that. Cause that would, that would just burn my ass. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, it still burns my ass, but it was like one of those things where it's like, Hey, 
finally, I got that. I got that opportunity, and I didn't make it happen. That was my fault. I didn't, you know. It, it must was all be, on me. It must be that. Uh, it must be that maturity thing. Because <laughs> no, seriously. Because I, I even, I even told my dad, I'm like, you know, Jared. Because I was expecting you to be like off the rails, like I would have been. Like if I was in your position where I put that much time in, I drew back and I fucked up. Yeah, I know it's my fault, but at the same time, I'm gonna kick myself, and I'm not. Ne- I'm never gonna let that go, right. ever. And you're just like, no, man. I had my, I had you were like I said, you're mature about it. You're like I had my shot. I, uh, I blew it. Like I, you know, that's my bad. And you moved on. I, I can't move on. I've always been that way. Like, <laughs> ask, ask Cappy about league. He made that comment yeah. in our group message the other day. You know. That, you know, I think, you know, Derek cost us the championship last year. Okay, yeah, I, I know. It's still here. It still hurts. It shouldn't right. hurt because it don't fucking matter, but I'm competitive. You know, right. and I'm just like. Yeah, oh. absolutely. <laughs> so We're like, I get- no, for me, it was like, all right, let's move on to the next one. Get me to that next opportunity. I'm going to try not, you know, I'm going to try to play better, I guess. Right, right. Well, and I think the hardest part about that is, you know, we, we practice a lot. And it all comes down to that time. And all of a sudden that time comes and either you make it happen or you don't. And, you know. And that was the one thing I was thinking about too, even like, uh, let's see. So I hunted last weekend. When did I, one of these, I think one day last week, I think it was last week, Friday after work, I went and shot and I shot and I wasn't, you know, I was a couple inches off, like, at 30 yards, I was hitting four inches left. I'm like, okay. And it was one of those things. I'm like, I messed up here. Right. Once I got into my heavy rut hunting, I quit shooting. Yep. Prior to that, like when you and I are going, doing our sits, you know, early October, mid October, um, I was still shooting. And then yeah. also when I got busy with going all the time, I never took time to shoot. And all of a sudden I'm like, not, not saying that that's anything to do with possibly why I missed. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it was one of those things I'm like, I got to do a better job next year of continuing to shoot every couple days. You know? Right. Right. <clears throat> so. No, I hear you. All right. So, so let's get this, uh, let's get this bone pick that you've been, <laughs> that you've been harboring for three weeks so, now. So if I remember right, when you guys ended that podcast, you were talking about how, <laughs> what you bow hunted for what eight years now okay and so what i what i said what i, I said say- was i was talking about your grind and how you know you were you, it's gonna pay off you know and you just had to stay the course stay with it whatever and i told my dad i said i told jared i said hey you know it took me eight years to shoot a buck and that is since i started bow hunting not thinking that you're a couple years older than i am not thinking that you've been hunting longer than I have bow hunting wise. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. I get a, I, I get a text from Jared and I hate text messages cause you can't read, you know, dictation <laughs> and how it's said. And I love like, texting. I love texting you in general because I love playing with, <laughs> I wonder how he's interpreting this right now. <laughs> it spins. I know, I know it fucks with your head almost like all the time, all the time. Like I, I've, I've known you <laughs> for a long time. We've been friends for a long time. But still, it's like I take it initially, and I kind of laugh, and then I sit there, and I'm like, "Fuck, what if he was serious?" That's my favorite part. And the the text message read, "Oh, had to wait eight years to shoot a buck. Well, that's fucking cute. Took me eight, <laughs> took me eighteen, fucker." 
and at first that's how i that's how i read it in my head i'm like ah yeah yeah it's a good point good point i didn't really think that through and then then you didn't text me back and I'm like, that's part of my plan i know it is <laughs> and i'm like i'm like a fucking high school relationship where i'm like oh shit maybe he was maybe maybe he was fucking serious and now he's pissed off Oh, oh, I was never pissed off, but I was just like, that, that son of a bitch, he's here, oh, making eight years seem like it's a big deal. Like, oh, yeah, eight years is a long time. Like, it took me 18 years to shoot my first buck. I would rebuttal, though, that I'm, <laughs> no, the reason I'll rebuttal this is because I'm, I'm beyond spoiled. I grew up, um, I mean, we've got some pretty great land to hunt. Oh, absolutely. And and I've had opportunities, and I just haven't put it together, like I said, in that, I've, I mean, I've. I've spooked bucks reaching for the bull. I've, you know, yep. gone full draw and fucked up. I've been, you know, snorted at whatever it is. I mean, I've done it every way possible. So I never, in my thought, in my head was kind of like you, where you were just waiting for the opportunity to draw back. My opportunity was just trying to seal a fucking deal. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I had four years in a row there where I was drawn back on a good buck and something fucked up happened. I had one. He was 20 yards broadside. I mean, this is a chip shot. This is every hunter's dream. And I have a fucking red squirrel that fucking dive bombs out of a cedar tree and lands on the log next to where this buck is and spooks him. And the buck runs off, stands there at, you know, 45 yards and is like, fuck this. I'm out of here. And I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> Needless to say, that squirrel's no longer with us. Nice. But no, it's just, you know, so I. I was looking at it a little differently, but yeah, you're you're right. That was kind of a very arrogant thing and to, <laughs> to, to say looking back on it because there no, are people it's, that. It's, yeah, you know it's good, but like you know, I hunted Nicolay National Forest my entire childhood from when I was twelve till probably about twenty something. That's all we did. We had a trailer up in Leona, and that's where we hunted. Uh, hunting was good for a while until wolves moved in, and then. There's Price no wolves. Is, there is, Jared, Jared, there's no wolves up there. There's sorry, not a wolf the, problem. The coyote problem, I don't know. Yeah, and that, there's the, the monster coyote problem up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there, there we go with the DNR thing again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the best opportunity I had up until that point, I think it was I was in college. Uh, my dad hunt, I think just to get ready for gun hunting, and I decided to bring my gear up, went to a tree that I've hunted for years just as just a shot in the dark then a grunt and a fawn bleat a little sequence went back to playing on my phone some game at that time the next thing i know i look up to my left and i see a nice eight pointer biggest buck i ever seen up in the nicolay coming at me making scrapes you know just holy shit this might happen well he comes in and this was a absolutely silent night. I mean, he could probably hear my heart beating from 40 yards away. Right. that quiet. Anyway, I get draw back. As I draw back, he was behind a tree, and he stepped out with his head, and it's the only thing that was out behind the trees at about 15, 20 yards. And I'm like, and I was at full draw for, it seemed like, five minutes, and he was just staring at me. And we were just in a long stare down. Finally, he's like, all right, something ain't right. Took one step backwards, directly in line with that tree. Walked behind that tree away for a little bit. Just walked off and just gone. That was the closest opportunity I've ever had at a nice buck up until that couple Wednesdays ago. Right. You know what that reminds me of? This is completely unrelated. I'm laying, <laughs> a, I'm laying in bed last night and Gone in 60 Seconds was on. 
<laughs> and it just reminds me of when Nicolas Cage is going to that car with the key and he's about to put the key in and he looks up and he looks at that van and he's like, oh, something ain't right. <laughs> and he yep. walks away, you know, it's mm-hmm. like same, same shit. And I've had that happen too. I mean, well, and I, now our, our mutual friend, uh, Cappy, who should be on this podcast, but <coughs> opted out, we're going to throw him some shit right now. Um, he would have been the perfect third wheel for this podcast. Um, there's, there's still time. I know, but he's, he was chasing a freaking giant monster. Um, and he had an encounter with them and just, it couldn't, it, it couldn't, it didn't work out. Nope. He had it's, some other, but those other deer on him kind of messed things up didn't it. If I remember. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but it, he's like, and I give, once again, I give him a lot of credit just like you. He's like, dude, I don't even care. Like it was just awesome to see, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm more, I'm more of the type where I'm like, God damn it. What could I have done differently? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, in that situation, there's nothing you could have done differently. Right. Right. That's the way the, that's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. Oh, and then <clears throat> beyond that, my other opportunities just for my resume of deer hunting. I've, uh, you know, hunted that Crivets property where they have, uh, you know, it's got to be eight, an eight point, you know, outside or to the ears. Well, needless to say, I never saw those deer or got opportunities at those deer. Right. Uh, you know. I would have shot some smaller bucks up there if they would have let me, but just to get, right. you know, just to get that buck, you know, like everyone says, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, yep. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think, you know, like I said, what I want to do here, um, just so our, our audience <coughs> knows kind of what's coming up here. Um, I got to, I got to get together with dad. Um, he's been busy and been having some things going on. So I haven't been able to really uh, put it out there. What, what, how our, our gun season went, but I want to catch up with him on gun season and uh, the late season stuff that we've been seeing. Um, but I know at the end of the year here, Jared and uh, dad and myself, we're going to get together and kind of go through our properties, our pictures, our inventory. And then uh, what I want to do is I want to get all three of us sitting down and, and uh, record a podcast and kind of, kind of overview um, season. Our, yeah. Our season. Because I think there was a lot of missed opportunities. Um, we learned a lot. Oh, for um, sure. You know, and this was the first year that all three of us were kind of on the same page and in the same boat and kind of all working together to try to, you know, have a positive outcome. Yep. So I, I think we're going to do that. Um, and then uh, from there on out, I know you and I talked. We wanted to do some uh, some product stuff, um, go through kind of our setups, um, both setups that we've looked at and that we've had in the past and kind of – look at those also talk about some clothing um, stuff that we're using that uh, we're really happy with Um, and cameras, trail cameras. Um, We've had some good things and we've had some bad things this year. And I don't know what, uh, which way we're going to lean for next year, but I think uh, think a move needs to be made. I think, I think you're right. Um, I mean, what we have now and the setups we have now, we like them. They work. Um, it's a, like you said, it's kind of the inexpensive route. Yeah. But uh, there's a reason for that. And we found that out. Mm-hmm. So we can uh, talk about that stuff. A lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about in the off season. Um, I'll be starting up uh, archery league in January. And then uh, you and I are going to walk some properties um, and kind of talk about setups um, and how we're going to do that this year. Cause we learned a lot this year um, on missed opportunities and things like that, that, uh, I think we're going to share with everybody. Yep. I keep, uh, some reason I can't get it out of my mind right now is I kind of want to 
get myself a better mobile setup. <laughs> no, no, don't go down that road, man. I'm not. Hey, <laughs> I need something because <laughs> I don't want to. I'm I'm tired of sitting my ladder stand up on the property and crivets. When I get up there, I want to be able to move around. I have a climber, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's old. You're you're itching. I know I know what setup you're itching for. <laughs> I I I, I just want to I want to be able to. I got to get my hands on one and play with one. Well, I just maybe, don't know if I, I just don't know if I want to bite the bullet and buy one. And... <laughs> well, maybe I'll uh, I'll have to send an email email to our buddy Levi. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you get on it. Who the, who well, the he's, fuck? A, he, he's a saddle hunter now. I know. I I gotta know. I gotta be honest with you. The more I hear about all these I guys know going, you... it's like it's it's like ugh, I don't know if I want to do it. But see, I and the know. more and the more that I hear about it, the more I go, that's a fad. I don't know about that. I I know you don't. They've I been know. around for years. I know. I guess I guess I'm more. I mean, I'm more. <laughs> I'm more of a traditionalist. <laughs> well, you've you've also had your luck with that. That's true. That's true. You've had uh, your luck doing that. Now look, we've we're getting that later. But where did that where did that put you this year when you made those weird uh, not weird sits, but your ground sits uh, at Betty's? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Change your mind a little bit. Yep. You know? Nope. Yeah, I hear you. I know. See, no, this is the problem, Jared, and you know this is like you're gonna look at that. And we're gonna be like, you know what? I think that would uh, that would work, and then we're gonna fall in love with it, <coughs> and then and then it's gonna cost me a bunch more money to get all these setups, and we're just I just you know I I got one thing at a time, man. Oh right, yeah, I get it. No, see, the problem is once I start, I won't be able to stop. Well, if you have a one mobile setup, what do you need multiple for? Well, because then I'm going to get dad into it, and then I got to take care of him. No, I shouldn't say that because dad won't do it. I was going to say, he's not to pick on your dad, but he ain't, he ain't going to do that shit. No, that's true. He's a ladder right. stand. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a ladder stand guy. But no, so we got a lot to cover coming up here. Um, I'm glad we were finally able to to uh, make make a podcast again. I know we had a long break there and apologized to everyone, but it's been uh, a lot going on. There might be some more breaks in there. Who knows? Because my work is going to get crazy, and yeah, I'm gonna trying to on... keep a home life too. So, oh yeah, and Dad's on standby. You know, Dad's retired, so um, I can, I can. Well, you know, I can go around and around with Dad for a long time yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, until then, um, like I said, I'm probably next week going to try to get on with Dad and recap our gun season, and then um, we'll take her from there. Um, Anything you want to add before we uh, exit this uh, hot mess here? Um, uh, no, nah, I think I'm. I think I'm good. All right, perfect. Um, so we will uh, be in touch, Jared. And uh, if you do get out and go hunting, uh, let me know. Um, I'm, I know you're going to try to go on the weekends. Weekends are kind of out for me right now for the next while, just with family stuff from here through the holidays. Well, I think the biggest thing, as long as you're available. Yeah, if I, if I get myself in that that situation, so right, right. But. So we'll figure it out. But uh, all right, let's wrap this baby up. And uh, good luck to you if you do go hunting. And uh, we'll be in touch. Um, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, we'll keep everybody posted on how everything goes. All right, talk to you later. Yeah, we'll see you, buddy. Yeah, bye. Bye.